Welcome once again, finally, to WrestleThought Podcast. I am the overweight cruiserweight, the modern day Viking. I like that one. Jamie Bell. Joining me again, as always, <laughs> sexy ass lottery, Callum McInnes. Hello. And the African Swede sensation, Mr. Kerr Johansson. Hello, hello. I'd like to just point out if there is any. Um, if the audio for me sounds a little quieter, I am talking into Kurt's tit right now because he's got the microphone clipped onto his t shirt and I'm having to be sat quite close to him, quite intimately, to talk into his tit. So I apologise if my voice sounds a little quieter at times, but. I've got three microphones. Well, the other microphone was going to be the one that we used before. This was his was going to clip into it, but. We don't have that today, so I'm sat quite close to Kurt. We're getting quite intimate on the sofa. Yeah, I mean, we, we have gone, like, all, like, new now, we're fancy, because we have these little tiny microphones. Which... Yeah, we have a microphone I, uh... clip on T-shirt. I thought we had to hold, like, Gordon Soley back in the day. But... No, we've... It's, you know... we've got investment now. We've got sponsors, so we can afford these £8 microphones from Amazon. <laughs> we're big time now. Big time. We are big time. For Roots. those of you that listened to us before, you may remember, Jamie does not do technology. Nope. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, you soon work out, Jamie does not do technology. <laughs> no, he, he really doesn't. He only found out recently about just the Uber, anything that requires any kind of technology, Jamie either can't use or hasn't heard of. Uh, yeah, so it's it's actually baffling that he's on the podcast to start with. I didn't know you could get miniature microphones. <laughs> they, they, they use these on interviews all the time. Like, if you look at news reporters or any interview with wrestlers, they always have these little microphones clipped to them. Remember that time you tried um, using your laptop by pressing the screen? Yeah, yeah, that was it. That's it. <laughs> he, he thought my laptop was touchscreen. Not many laptops are touchscreen. Oh, why is it working? Why won't it work? True story. True story. It's, you know. And of course, as always, if you can hear a voice in the background, it's Dave, the producer. He's just sat on his phone right now, just making little comments and snide remarks as usual. Yeah. We missed you, Dave. We missed you, Dave. <coughs> but, so, you know, like, how have we all been before we talk? I, we've been good. <clears throat> I mean... We, we haven't recorded for a while, life gets in the way sometimes, but we've been planning this return for a long time. And we have been quite busy in that period of being off, because we went to all in, didn't we boys? We yes, did. We did. We did, we flew out there. Dave didn't, we didn't invite Dave. When I say boys, Dave, I never mean you. Yeah. <laughs> Dave couldn't get a visa, so... He couldn't take him with us, fortunately. But yeah, the three of us flew out to Chicago for All In. The um, City. Yeah. Windy City. I had a couple of nights in Indiana with our friend Nate. Yeah, so we went to, we flew out to Indiana first, didn't we? We had a few drunken nights. Wonderful, wonderful place. Met some wonderful new friends. I'll just say the first night, Jamie went straight to bed when we landed. Yep. Me and Callum went for like six hours drinking, despite already being up for 24 hours straight. Where, so, Ca- where Callum had his phone and bank card stolen. Yeah, <laughs> on the first night. On the first night. I went to bed because I'm the old man of the group and I was tired. Uh, it just made me laugh. He messaged me where you guys and we're like, we're still out, it's five in the morning. We're absolutely wasted buying hundreds of dollars worth of those little scratch cards. <laughs> and every time I won like a dollar, I was like, yes, I'm going to get some more. And then I spent about $30 on those scratch cards. And won nothing. I yeah. woke up at half two in the morning and I thought, where are they? I thought, great, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Indiana on my own. 
what the hell's going to happen here. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Not at all. And I was like, where, the, where are they all? I was like, did they have a dead or they're going to come in absolutely steaming drunk? <laughs> well, we didn't. We had White Castle afterwards, didn't we? Or was that before? No, that was, that was, that was before. before. How good was White Castle then? White Castle's good when you're drunk. But on the second night when we woke up, White Castle was the devil. Yeah, it was the worst thing. That smelled Ju- yeah. horrific. Yeah. We drank way too much. It's yeah. like getting takeaway when you're drunk and waking up with it still in your room and you can smell it. Yeah, but White Castle was as if it's been sat there for about two weeks. Yeah, it wasn't a good smell. Well, there was 20, <coughs> it was 20 cheeseburgers for $20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's an insane amount of value. Yeah. Like, you should never get that much food for $20. Yeah, we we had a good time though. We we drank a lot. We ate a lot of cheeseburgers. We smoked a lot. Oh, we, we, we smoked a lot. It's we, we what, really... four dollars for a pack of cigs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Too. I did I, I did America. get ID'd for the cigs though. By the way, with that beard. Yeah, some little uh, woman. Oh yeah. Do you have you any ID? ID? Yeah, she ID'd me for the cigs. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, do you have any ID? I'm like, mom. 34, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm British, got a beard. Yeah. Do you really think I'm here? Have, you, have, you, heard my ac- yeah. have you heard my accent? You should be all over me. You should be IDing me. Come on. I'm like the closest thing to James Bond. Come on. <laughs> Famous finger away from James Bond. He's got the same name, kind of. Oh, yeah. I've got the initials, JB. Yeah, JB. I could be. If any Hollywood directors are listening to this, by the way, you don't need Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, your next Bond. Hit me up. Hit me up. We'll talk. So, yeah, on that note, we thought we'd open up with all in. I know it was um, last year now, but mm-hmm. we felt it was important to talk about that, especially yeah. with the new announcement from yeah. All Elite Wrestling with Double or Nothing. So hopefully if we just recap some of what we went through with Starcast, what we went yeah. through with All In, then hopefully it'll encourage more of your listeners to make the trip to Las Vegas. Make sure you're there for Double or Nothing. Is this where I don't mention that I am going to Double or Nothing? So, me and Callum, <sighs> after this, won't be talking because he's going to Double or Nothing. And this is strictly a professional friendship now, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting married, so I can't do the journey. Congratulations. Yeah, so that's happened since we last recorded. I'm looking for somewhere else to live because I was... We won't go into that. But... We won't go into that. Not... <laughs> we're, all, we're all affected in some way by... These events. Basically, Jamie had a house. He, he doesn't have one anymore, and he's looking for somewhere else to live. That's where we'll leave it. Yeah. Can't you live with you, Callum? I'll just point out this now. It won't pick up what you're saying. So when you when we reply to you, it won't. There won't be any context. <laughs> well, on that bombshell. <clears throat> Can't you live with you, Callum? No. Oh. He wouldn't enjoy it here. It's not oh. big enough for all of us. Yeah, I don't want to listen to Callum and his girlfriend. Can we not talk uh, about that on the show? You know. <laughs> right then, guys. So, who's also one of my best friends as well? I don't need to hear that going on. So, so first night in Chicago, CM Punk. So yes. Oh God, yes. We met CM Punk at Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah. Was that before? I... That was the, right. that was the Friday. So, that was a Friday. We were all absolutely hanging, yeah. not knowing how we're going to drive from Illinois to no, where were we? Indiana. Indiana from to Chicago because we all felt absolutely horrific yeah. with like two hours sleep and the driver was still pissed. <laughs> um, but we, we made it. We made it just. Um, very hot day, massive queues. 
We're all dehydrated, no drink, and yeah, yeah, we met CM Punk. What an amazing atmosphere it was, even in the queue to yeah. meet CM Punk, because we'd never been to the pro wrestling tea store before. No. And, and it's it a surprisingly small store. Surprisingly small store, but it was on all of our bucket lists to do. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've always wanted to go to pro wrestling teas. You see it on Facebook and Twitter all the time. Um, and I thought it would be so cool to go. But not only did we get to go, we got to meet CM Punk, who is a nice guy. He is a lovely, genuinely nice guy and who was very appreciative for the fact that we'd flown all the way from the UK. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> and he was taller than I imagined as well. He yeah. was. It, he was a lot taller, but there's a lot of stuff that goes out around Punk where people, people talk about him, have negative opinions and things like that. But if you're not an idiot and you don't take the piss when you're meeting him, He's, yeah. he's a nice guy. Um, as soon as he heard man in your accent, Jamie, yeah. he asked where we was from and was really appreciative of the fact that we've, one, come to Chicago from the UK mm-hmm. uh, for All In, but made sure we went to go see yeah. him as well for a limited... It was only limited tickets. I don't know how I managed to get him. Yeah. I always say with Punk you as well, is people know about him because he's honest. He's blunt and honest. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I think what puts some fans off now is he's so anti-wrestling. They they think that he's an asshole, but he is to try to try and put it in perspective. CM Punk wanted to wrestle for WWE all his life. Mm-hmm. That's his, that was his main love. So just imagine somebody that you love dearly treating you like shit, like they did with Punk. Mm-hmm. Brock is out. So it's as if yeah, it's understandable. Yeah, someone I love dearly who called me a mess when I got here and treats me like shit on a daily Crazy, basis. I have the same initials as CM Punk as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he um he I know what you mean, Kay. He it's it's one of those things where you you get your dream job and it turns out to be a uh, well for CM Punk personally, it was a disaster in the end. Yeah. You can't blame him for being negative about it and wanting to distance himself from it, but I don't think he wants to distance himself from the fans. It's just the product. Well, he said that when he put a tweet out after the event where he actually liked my tweet, not yours. <laughs> and he, um... <laughs> You weren't happy about that. <laughs> but he, um... I was just happy that he acknowledged one of us, Jamie, yeah. because I'm not... But he did, he thanked the fans and stuff for coming out. He still appreciates his fans. You know? He is, no pun intended, an elite wrestler, you know? And it was just... Don't say stuff like that because that'll be on the dirt sheets tomorrow. Like, <laughs> Wrestle Punk. Thoughts podcast breaking news. CM Punk <laughs> heading to All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> you heard it first at Wrestle Thoughts podcast. Yeah. <gasps> My God, yeah. Imagine that. Well, uh, that was one of the rumours at the weekend, wasn't it? Um, oh, will CM Punk be at um, All In? <clears throat> uh, we knew there wasn't a chance in no. hell that CM Punk was going no. to be at All In. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Vinnie with his no chance at all. Um, but yeah, and no surprise, he didn't show up. <clears throat> Spoilers. And, I mean, how cool he was. You and Nick, picture, he did the ballot pose with you. Yeah, we asked him to do the uh, Finn Balor, the, the Finn freeze. And he went, oh, is that the thing that Finn Balor does? And I, was, well, I don't know why he's my Vince McMahon voice. But, <laughs> um, he, he stood there and he just went, oh, is it like this? And stood up real straight. And I was like, yeah, that, that's it. And looking back at the picture, he's the only one who's actually doing it right. Me and Nate are so nervous, we were just stood there like, <coughs> But, yeah, it was a, it was an awesome day. It, it was, because we were supposed to go to StarCast later on, but we were just too tired. <coughs> so I missed out on meeting Jerry Lawler, 
which, you know, and Kevin Nash. But luckily, the following day at StarCast, we got to meet the... The NWO. Yeah, oh, yeah oh, go on, Callum. Tell everybody your story. Oh, this is a great Yours story. Yours and Nate's story. Wait, so <clears> can I just, for, for context, how much did you two pay to meet the $99. Was it $99? Each. Was that both of you? That was each. Each. Oof, right. Do you know how much I paid? Nothing, because we're good friends and we helped you sneak no, in. No, 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 no. What actually happened was I had the balls to just stand in the queue because I realised they weren't checking tickets. They checked, but we, me and Jamie showed ours and said, oh, you're just here holding our stuff. Yeah, okay, so it took a certain amount of balls to actually do it. So. If Kevin Nash is listening to this, by the way, Callum owes you $99. So <laughs> I walked straight up to the NWO without paying with my friend Nate, who also didn't pay. Shout oh, my and not only that, that I met the NWO, I got a picture of them, I got some free merchandise, and I walked out without any bit of guilt in my mind. Are you describing that robbing two hard-working... Three, two, three, Sean three, it was all of them. Three hard-working, independent wrestlers <laughs> of their wish. Indie darlings. Yes. Stealing merchandise I like to from think, them. I like to think Kevin Nash would be proud of me. Because he's because all about he, he's all about the money. And yeah, he's all about having the money. Yeah, and so am I. And I didn't want to part oh with mine. Oh my god! No wonder he's recently tweeted how he's having trouble feeding his family. Don't start with that, Dick. So we'll go to sleep. But mm. yeah, so we met the end of were. That was awesome. Starcast itself was an incredible event. I mean, it was a who's who of who we got to meet, wasn't it? I mean, I, I did actually say I preferred Starcast to WrestleMania Access. Yeah, it was more engaging for the fans. Yeah. You could walk straight up to the superstars. You, sorry, wrestlers, superstars. <laughs> WWE term is supposed to have it, um, but you could walk straight up to them. You could talk to them. You could buy the merchandise. Uh, there was so much to do as well. Yeah, it, it wasn't just like a few names. It was a who's who, like Jamie said. Uh, Wrestling. I mean, come on, my first picture of the day was the Blue Meanie. <laughs> yeah. You know? So is Access more like a meet and greet then? Access is, well, they call it a fan experience. Um, I'm sure it is an experience. So you, you pay $55 and you get to go see the Elimination Chamber, uh, the Hell in a Cell. Uh, there's, they, they do like uh, NXT live shows there and you can meet the wrestlers, but it, the queues are about an hour long. Whereas at StarCast... Um, you can literally just wait for a couple of minutes and you'll be having a, a, com a 15 minute conversation with Tommy Dreamer. Oh, which we did. We did. It was That was awesome. Like, yeah. Tommy Dreamer was such a. Which nice Jamie guy. paid for and none of us did. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie yeah, paid yeah. To, uh, to meet Tommy Dreamer and we just. All I did was take the picture and he was like, oh, hey, thanks for taking the picture. And then here we are having a conversation with Tommy Dreamer about his matches with Brock Lesnar and. Mark Henry. Mark yeah. Henry. Uh, the Stevie Knight Heat story where he said. Um, they have no idea. Yeah, w, the, the creative team had no idea about Stevie Night Heat. They were booking the show themselves, Tommy Dreamer, Stevie. Oh, and then he was telling us about the, um, was it the big boss man match in the kit? Al Snow, was it Al Snow and boss man? Where the dogs were supposed to be around ringside and... Yes, yes. It, it was fantastic. I mean, Tommy Dreamer was such a nice guy because he's a fan like us and he just wanted to talk wrestling. Yeah. You know, and I mean, to me as well, as like, I always say I'm a big old school fan. I mean, I, I, I got to meet the Four Horsemen. I got to meet, I got put in the Cobra Clutch by Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> I met Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson. It was just insane. I got a picture, Earl Hebner, with the actual WWE title from the Rock Austin match at WrestleMania 17. 
That's amazing. Uh, it was just, you know, he's a who's who, a Medusa. I mean, you know, it's just... Alicia Ratoot. Alicia yep. Ratoot, who, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast, she does friend of the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, just like, you know, Raven, Raven. I met Raven. Raven was so cool. Yep. Me and, me and my mate Sean, X-Pac. Oh, yeah. Waltman. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was cool. Yeah. That, for a little bit of a backstory, um, Sean, X-Pac, Waltman, mentioned me on his podcast um, just over a year ago, talking about mental health and helped me quite a lot. As I met him in the meet and greet with NWO, introduced myself and seemed quite excited and then we saw him in the lobby and was talking and I think Callum you took the picture did you yeah where he just looked so happy to be with me and he was like so glad you're doing well I'll put that picture on Twitter or if you put it on as well so people can see it was a a genuinely nice guy as well wasn't he he was such a genuine guy really nice Everyone was really nice that weekend. I can't think of anyone I had a negative experience with. I mean, Jamie, you even met um, what's his face. Oh yeah, what's his face was great. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the guy from the films, who, well, David Arquette. I couldn't remember his name. David Arquette. Yes, David Arquette was late. His plane was delayed, and as we were leaving to go to Starcast uh, to All In, David Arquette actually, <coughs> excuse me, arrived at the hotel. So Nate's like, "Oh, let's go and get a selfie," and I'm like, oh, "All right, then he might be there, but." Sweetest guy you could ever meet. So me and Nate got a selfie with David Arquette. Lovely, genuinely sweet guy. Should we tell the story about after, well, the rush to All In? after Because it was right after that that we had to rush to All yeah. In. Yeah, I'll finish off some of the Starcast stuff first. <laughs> a common theme of Callum not paying. So... <laughs> Have I missed something else here? Oh, yeah, so... I can't even remember this. The firing squad. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. The what firing squad are there. Yes, because I'd disappeared. I'd yep. gone to meet Raven, I think, at that I'm time. Like, I, need, I need to meet them. I was talking for quite a while, to be fair. Um, those all good guys. Mm. And I'm getting in the picture, and I was like, your mate's jumping in. So I was like, I don't want to be the dick that's saying, no, I'm not letting my mates join in. So not only that, but Haku was like, no, no, get in, get in. And Tamatonga was like, no, come on, buddy. So I'm just stood there. I didn't pay anything for this photo shoot. <clears throat> Uh, there's Kurt looking. I mean, he looked happy, but I was fucking ecstatic. I, I was, I was happy for him, but then at the same instance, I was thinking, "You fucker! First, <laughs> you've got away with NWO, then Tommy Dreamer, and now with the firing squad." Yeah. You see that—that's what friends are for, Kurt. But, and, so and, thank and you. Before yeah. we forget, as well, let's not mention, you know, Colt Cabana. You know, me, you, and Nate. When you was meeting, when Kurt was meeting Cody Rose, me, Callum, and Nate. Got a picture with uh, the We Watch Wrestling guys. Oh, yeah, massive shout out to We Watch Wrestling. Callum needs to tweet the photo because it literally looks like me, Callum, and Nate have gone on a fishing trip with our dads. Yeah, (laughs) I look like a younger version of Tom Sibley. You look like you could be Matt McCarthy's son, Jamie. And uh, Nate looked like he could have been um, Vince Avril. Vince Avril's son as well. It was just so weird how it worked out. It was three kids going on a fishing trip with the dad. Well, yeah, whilst this was happening, I was having a cigar. An American Rebel cigar, so shout out to American Rebel, with Frankie Kazarian and, at the time, the newly crowned NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Cody Rhodes. That was cool. I was very jealous of that. That's guy. probably the coolest picture I'm ever going to take. Yeah. Shades on, cigar in the mouth, Cody and Frankie, the side. on Twitter as well. Let's just do Yeah, yeah. And we, gonna... we did manage to get a picture of all four of us with Conrad, yeah. who... You know, was the brains of Starcast. What a guy! He he'd been on his feet for about three days solid. Yeah, with a broken with foot, a, by the looks of it. With a broken foot, and he still took the time. Looked exhausted, yeah. bless him. To, to thank us for coming, take a picture of a smile on his face, 
and what a guy. He he organised that event from top to bottom and I did say to you, I'd be surprised if they don't do another star cast and they are yep. and you can tell why because they the, the must have made money on that event. The well, fans loved it. And we, we must give a shout out to our boys downstate. Downstate, yeah. We met the we met the downstate boys. And for those unfamiliar with downstate, they do Cody Rhodes' uh, theme Kingdom, but they also did Randy um, Orton. Randy Orton's theme, The Miz, Dolph Ziggler's theme. They've done a basically a who's who of all the cool wrestling themes in the last five ten years. Um, And we've got quite. Wait, tell me with them, didn't yeah. we? We're going follow me on Twitter now and stuff. Yeah, they were yeah. telling us to go to the VIP party, but uh, we were all just too knackered. We got home. Um, what, did we end up just watching the show again after the Starcast? Yeah, I well, think we did. Uh, it depends which day you mean. Like, was that the first day of Starcast? I think that was the day after we watched it. Yeah. So, I think the night at All In, the following night, we got home and watched it. Yeah, we watched just watched it. All In again, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So, after Jamie met David Arquette, we looked at the time and thought, oh, cool, we've still got an hour until we have to set off to All In. Oh, speaking of which, do you know, like, I could only find two tickets? Yeah. was cleaning out the living room the other day. What do I find? The other two tickets, I actually didn't put them in the fucking bag. You didn't put them in the bag? <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I know. I think we should as well. I mean, I've got all the photos on my phone as well. We'll, we'll tweet a few of the... Uh... The Starcast pictures for people to see, yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll tag downstate out, you know, like we'll, yeah, we'll put them up. We'll put them on the Twitter. But yeah, so so everybody knows I I printed out the tickets for all in, so four tickets, <clears throat> put them in my bag. At least I thought. Turns out I only put two of them in my bag. Um, and as we're at all in, I'm like, yeah, I've got the tickets here. Oh shit, must have left two back at the house we we're staying at. Um, so was having to go a mad rush. I'm emailing it to somebody at the reception. The hotel, the hotel had printed out for us. We've got about half an hour because it turns out the pre-show was happening and we thought it was just an hour later because yeah, of the tickets. Yeah, I found out because some guy told us the show's yep. starting soon. Yep, so <laughs> I get it printed out. We run to the car, right? Yes, let's go. We've got the sat-nav on. I'm like, this is taking a really long time. It's not that far from the venue. Why, why is it taking this long? And then I'm like... Should have taken about 20 minutes. I'm like, this looks too familiar. This is our fucking street. And basically what happened was the guy we were staying with, Nate, who I love to bits, we all love to We bits. all love you, Nate. He, he'd taken us back to our Airbnb, which was still half an hour away from the venue and the show had already started at this point. So we, we, were, we were outside of the Airbnb in the car and we just let out this collective, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, luckily we only missed the first match of the pre-show. Yeah, we we missed um, we missed the Briscoes and SCU. Yeah, um, going at it, um, which was a shame. But was there for the, the All In Royal. Rumble. Yeah. To be fair, mate, I, I was in absolute tears of laughter when when we realised where we were. It was like, wait a minute, this isn't very familiar. Yeah, this is the Airbnb for fuck's sake. I, then I was just in tears. I was yeah. like, of course that happened. I didn't know if to laugh. I didn't know if to cry of laughter or cry of sorrow because I was like, we're going to miss the fucking show. <laughs> and Nate was just like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, dude. Like, dude, it's it, that was the best Nate impression. That was, I was just going to say that's the <laughs> best Nate impression I've ever heard. <laughs> really is. Uh, we need to get Nate on just so he can do his Comrade Thompson and his Bruce oh, Pritchard. Check me up, Bruce. Check me up, Bruce. <laughs> check me up, Bruce. And he's got to do his British accent, which sounds Australian. Yeah, yeah. he, he can't do... Um, can't do a British accent to save his life. He's it's just, just a twat, isn't he? A twat. <laughs> what a twat. 
And I'd just like to know, for all of our American listeners, how do you say twat? Because every time we've had an American say twat, it always comes out as twat. Like, if you say hat, you say hat, you don't say hot. Why does it come out as twat? It's like pub. Get an American to say pub. You say pub. Pub. Let's go to the pub. The pub. So that also sounds a bit Australian as well. But I just don't get it. I love America. I love Americans. I just won't ever understand their accent. Yeah. And how they say things. But they love our accent for some reason. Yeah, because it's proper English. Then again, what you're listening to right now is proper English. I was going to say, what you're listening to right now is not proper English. What you're actually hearing now is a posher version of how we actually talk. Even though this still sounds like the, the worst British accent you've ever heard, because we're from Hull, yeah, which is I think was voted the worst accent in the UK like every year running. Oh, do you remember when? Yeah, when we met Rosa Mendes and was talking, and she was like, "I love your accent." She oh, was you like, "Sounds so sophisticated." Yeah. She was like, <laughs> "She was like, do you think my accent's cute?" And me and Callum were just like, "Yes," <coughs> and um. Yeah, we was trying to explain that our accent had got voted the worst accent in the UK, and she couldn't believe it. Mm. Like, what? You sound like you're from Harry Potter or yep. something. I was like, no, <laughs> no, we don't. Sorry, love, no, we don't. But yeah, recapping on Starcast as well. Um, Scarlet Border. Oh, you liked that, didn't you? Yeah. I liked that. The missus didn't like it when she found um, <laughs> my like printout from her, and she's like, do you care to stay sexy, Scarlet? And it was a very nice picture. And the missus found that and was like, what's this? I was like, oh, just somebody I met. Can you uh, put that on Twitter as well? No. Oh, the, the, what, picture. the picture. The picture. Yeah, we'll put the picture. Yeah, we'll get as many pictures the, as we can up. We'll yeah. Of the perfect ten. I'll send Callum a few of my pictures later if you want. Yeah. You oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the one. She's the ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll send a few pictures to Callum later, me and Kate, and you can put them on the uh, the Twitter thing. Well, I'm on Twitter anyway, so just send them to me or Callum. Yeah, well, I have the, I'm have. i on Twitter as well. I can put pictures up on the, our podcast Twitter account. In theory. <laughs> you can barely say podcast Twitter yeah. account. <laughs> and if you well, type... And if you, I'll put my picture with Sergeant Slaughter on as well, because Sergeant Slaughter responds to every tweet I send him. What a time to be alive when Sergeant Slaughter, who was big in the golden era, can use Twitter better than fucking Jamie Bell, <laughs> who's meant to be a podcaster. What a time to be alive. Like, there's, there's certain apps on um, our phone that me and Callum use to speak to the guys that are going to be doing our website, going to be doing um, some articles for our website. We use Discord, maybe. Yeah, but, but Jamie can't get involved that, because he can't really grasp What's going on? Actually, Jackson, who is one of our writers for the website and doing our uh, graphic design show. Hi, Jackson. Uh, he actually said, oh, well, Jamie be joining us. And I, me and Kate just said, not a fucking chance. He, he has no idea how to use technology. Well, I'll be joining you on I, what? I, I asked, oh, well, actually, I asked you to join Discord before, Jamie, and you said, yeah, I'll do that for oh, you. Oh, yeah, you messaged me the other day to download an app. Did you download it? I completely forgot. Right, no, <laughs> point proven. <laughs> it was just the way Jackson was like, how can he be bad at technology? He's a podcaster. And we was like, yeah, me and Callum just tell him when to talk. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll, yeah you did message me the other day, like, oh, can you, down, can you download this app, Discord? I'll, I'll download that today. Please. And then you have to show me how to use it. It is very Later on. for what we're doing, Jamie. Yeah, that's cool, man. You just show me how to use it and 
I'll try and grasp it. You'll get it. I'm not that bad at technology. <laughs> well, instead of uh, just reviewing, because we, we have made a promise to ourselves, we're not going to be reviewing shows in depth anymore because we, we find it can be a bit... Um, it was a chore for us. It's a chore, and I imagine it's also a chore to listen to. Uh, we're just going to be talking about the top subjects of the week, any big news uh, and events that's happened in the last week we'll talk about. So we won't review All In. I imagine the people who care about All In have seen it already. You already know what's happened. But yep. if, was there anything you took away from All In where you thought, this is the start of something? Or um, One thing I want to say, great to see the NWA World Championship on such a massive scale. Mm. Um, from all the different shows, like after I got back into England, I ended up doing progress at Wembley Arena. Mm-hmm. And still I was like, I wonder if they're going to top anything that All In did. But I've just got to say, the atmosphere for Cody Rhodes and Nick Aldis, before they even touched, was yeah. absolutely incredible. That was electric. Um, yeah. Every time I watched a video, I get goosebumps. <clears throat> and that's what, for me, wrestling's about. That was probably my best wrestling experience. Yeah, it was mine as part well. of a crowd was how electric that crowd was for that match 10, before 000, they even locked up. 10,000 people seemed like 50,000. I've, I've yeah. always said I've always wanted to be a part of a Chicago crowd. And I, I, all, I'm sure we can all say we weren't disappointed. But I don't think it wasn't just a Chicago crowd. It, well, it was we people came, from all we of came it. From, it was like the best of Chicago. Yeah. And us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah well, the atmosphere from start to finish, when we walked in, and the, it was the pre show still, and before me, I mean, so you and Callum sat elsewhere to me and Nick because we couldn't get all the seats together, but just the atmosphere when you walked in, it was like, oh my. Did this I? is electric. This yeah. is my, I was I had goosebumps just walking in. I was like, fucking hell. This is absolutely the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. It is electric. This atmosphere is intense. It is in, it is just incredible. It was just the best thing. It really was. But I think what we should do now is uh, move along to actually all elite wrestling. Well, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, like like we all speculated, didn't we? After all, in they've got to be doing something else with this, and we didn't realize if it was just going to be all in two, like the, a year later, or if they're actually planning something, and then decided planting seeds and hinting at like, yeah, we're we're looking to do our own promotion, and then obviously there was rumors going around that they were talking to the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and from there it's it's blossomed into this fully grown promotion which is having. It's first show on May twenty fifth for Double or Nothing, and the, you're going to are you? Yeah, I'm going to Double or Nothing actually. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> are you. Were you two guys not invited this time? Around? I can't go because my my uh, one of my my oldest friend in the world, Anthony, is getting married, right. so I can't go anyway. Yeah. Um, How's he going to sneak into all the events if you two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't put yeah. your bank card on the the bar, you know. Nah, to give props to Callum, he did try his hardest for me. To say, yeah, I'll go. Um, it was going to sort out my flights for me since I did the flights for the last one. Um, and he was like, you just need some spending money. Yep. But, again, I can't justify. I went, sh- I went stupid at all in. I spent so much we money. All, we all went stupid at all in. I had to ring my dad to put me 100 quid in my bank yeah. account, you know. Um, luckily, I got paid whilst I was out there. And then when I came back, I was like, shit, I've only just got enough to finish off for the engagement ring. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, my, my oldest friend's getting married, so I can't, I, there's no way on earth I can miss that. You know, as, as much as I love wrestling, I can't miss my, my friend's wedding. Well, 
even if you can't go, guys, I'm sure even if you watch it live, it's going to be an amazing show because so far we've got quite a few matches announced for already. And the, arguably, the, it's going to be the headline, um, Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. I'm not sure, to be honest. I think the main event may be Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers. It, yeah, I. that's why I said it's arguably the main event because yeah. it's... They have put a focus on tag team wrestling to start with, and they said the tag team matches will be treated like main events, yeah. which is fantastic news because tag team wrestling can be great. Um, but then if it's like a dual main event, your, your biggest singles match is Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. How do you feel about the the rematch? Because a lot of people I've seen on Twitter are saying, oh, great, it's a new promotion, but they're giving us a rematch as the main event. Right. Like, boring. It's because you can't please people. And let's let's just say, when Omega and Jericho locked up, what, two years ago now? Was it that long? I think it, no. It was, no, it was it last was, year, wasn't it? It was, it was last year because we put out a tweet about it. It was last Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So it was a year ago. So, so, a year ago. Yeah, so, it's been about, so it's been about 13 months ago, this match. So... Omega. Omega is a rematch in a different promotion. No, it's just exactly it isn't a rematch. No. It's just it's... a match. Can our li- can our listeners hear Dave or is there a silence here? Well, right here, we'll, we'll try and Dave just asked. Um, well, basically said it's true. Um, it's a rematch, but it's in a different promotion. So does that even count? To me, that's a fresh matchup. It's in a different promotion, and what's the problem with having a rematch anywhere? Mm. That's what wrestling's all about like they've had one match does that mean they can't ever wrestle again they had like, one match 13 fucking months ago yeah if you watch wwe you'll see it'll be the same match six times in a month yeah like and, and i know that's that we hate that but this is twice in 13 oh, months yeah. oh, no it'll what it'll, it'll be, undertaker Shawn michael's six, mainly 25 yeah, and 26 and yeah, yeah six, <clears throat> 16 18 months would it be may so it'd be about a year and a half yeah yeah so i'm i'm all for it as well to be honest well, um, i am I think the first match was incredible. Mm. I really liked it. And it it's two mega stars that WWE yeah. would love to have on their roster. Um and it's a mega Jericho. It's yeah. it's gonna be fantastic. At the end of the day we're all wrestling fans. Enjoy the fucking product. Alright, we all moan and, and, and about bits and stuff. That's we're gonna do that, but enjoy the fucking product. Enjoy what they're giving you. Watch it. Yeah. Who gives a shit if it's a rematch or not? It's a you know, it's a match. It's a match. Exactly. Enjoy exactly. it. Embrace it. Exactly. And people say, oh, I don't want it to be dream matches. I want storylines. Okay. The seed's already there for Jericho Omega 2. Mm-hmm. Because of being the elite, their story's already been written. So they go with two of the biggest names with a storyline that's already been set in place. And then people complain about it. Let them. They've got, they've got the foundations for a great match there. Then all these fresh matches for Jericho and Omega with different people mm-hmm. can come once there's more shows. But this is it. We had this conversation before, and I genuinely can't remember where it was. But we were talking about this idea of stories in wrestling, and you can't have storylines in wrestling where you've got one show or one show a month or one show in different locations. You need weekly television to do it. Otherwise, what you're going to have is what a storyline that starts up double or nothing this year and finishes up snake eyes next exactly. year uh, and to their credit given that they've only had being the elite all in and the press conferences they've managed to build a great story already 
Uh, this isn't even them with a TV deal. This isn't even them running the regular shows yet. This is based on press conferences. And a mm. YouTube series. And a YouTube series. And they've already got the hype for the matches. My yeah. favourite tweet recently about um, <coughs> AEW was, um, at the moment, all AEW is, is a t-shirt company. I've seen that meme and I laughed at it, but yeah. I don't think it's true. It isn't true, but the point is still there that they haven't had a show with AEW. So everything that people are talking about going up to that won't come to fruition until double on. I think I've no doubt it's going to be fantastic, but it's all, we want this, we want that, we want the other. No, you just want a good wrestling show. Absolutely. That's, that's it. You're absolutely right, Dave. It's... People complaining for the sake of complaining. We've posted a couple of times on Twitter, like talking. Well, it's a, it's a minority, but it's a vocal minority of people, and they make a lot of noise. They're basically just saying, "Oh, it's a new promotion, but it's going to give us the same old shit." How do you know? Give it chance. Don't complain for the sake of complaining. It doesn't make you cool. It doesn't make you edgy. Just give it a chance. It's you complain about WWE doing all the same shit all the time, but you won't give a new company a chance. Just, if you still hate it after the first couple of shows, whatever. You remember when Shane McMahon came back to WWE? And said, oh, it's all going to change. No, it's all going to change. He's a character. Yes. Nothing was going to change, and nothing did change. The recent um, Vince McMahon thing, where they were in the ring, and they said, the fans are in charge now. Bullshit. Balls are the fans in charge. <clears throat> the sponsors are in charge. The advertisers. The fans aren't in charge of well, any business. If we were in charge, I didn't get any... For doing that, no, I, I didn't I, get one no, picture. No, I, I was, I mean, I was disappointed that they didn't um, take any of my feedback that I thought. Yeah, and I haven't attended any of the staff meetings yeah, either. No, so, no, I, mean, I think, you know, I, I think we're being, being done disservices, these fans who are meant to be in charge. Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. completely. Yeah. So, but yeah, to wrap that up, it's basically just people complaining for the sake of it. I mean, there are talks of them getting a TV deal with a pretty big, yeah, you know, network. No, um, Double or nothing. Double or nothing. All or nothing would be a terrible name for a show. But um, it's on AXS. I'm not sure if that's a TV channel. Or yes, or it is. Yeah. 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 So that means. Because I could be wrong, but I think New Japan are on AXS in America. Yeah. Than I could. Don't quote me on yeah. that, but I think they are. But it's you know Jericho came out and he says I can't tell you who the companies are, but there's two networks at the minute, and if they get this deal. It's going to be a pretty fucking huge deal. So, enjoy it. You know, it's there needs to be more out there. Yeah. You know, we're all WWE fans, but WWE isn't the be-all, end-all, as much as they want to be. Um, yeah, but let's go back to more positivity regarding yes, This is what I was trying to say. I, I was just pointing that out as a thing that people have been saying. I am trying to talk about the, the match card for Double or Nothing, like... The main singles match would be Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho. I'm excited for it. I'm excited I, for Hangman and Pac. And Hangman, yeah. I am so Hangman excited for that. The Bastard, that's going to be a good feud too. Yeah. The, the promos have been good for that so far. And um, did you see at the presser, Hangman Page was saying, um, I'm going to be bringing my boots with me because whoever pulls uh, my boot out of your ass is going to need a knighthood. And I was <laughs> like, that was such a good line. I love Hangman Page. He's got the look. He's got everything that you can. Oh man! He's got everything you can build the company around. He's got all the tools. I mean, the match it all in with Joe Janela. Probably to me, that was the best match of the night. Yeah, that was great. That was fantastic. That some... we weren't expecting that. No, it that was, was some great storytelling. Um, but for me, I think give it a year, if not two. Um, 
Hangman Page will be one of the biggest people in wrestling. And I can see... I just want him and Omega to have some sort of feud, mm. some sort of storyline going at it. I know they had the match in the G1, but it was just a G1 tournament match. G1 matches are never uh, story-based. No, but some sort of story where Hangman is... Maybe surpassing Omega. Omega doesn't like it. I, I just think them two um, at the top of the show would be absolute money. Yeah, and he's only in his 20s, isn't he, as well? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, you know. But, go on. I was just going to say, um, at the, the presser they had the other day, they did announce quite a few names um, for All Elite as well. They've, they already had quite a, a stacked roster to start with uh, from the initial press conference. But they've also announced a few names, which I'll I'll go through now. And if you two can tell me who you're most hyped for out of the new signings, then we'll discuss it. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got a fellow Brit in Jimmy Havoc. About fucking time somebody picks him off. Um, his first introduction to being actually on TV in wrestling was when um, impacted the UK tour, and they had uh, Big Demo, who's now Killian Dane, Will Osprey, and Jimmy Havoc on the product. And Jimmy Havoc was doing um, like a segment with Rosemary and Abyss and Crazy Steve, so Decay. And it was just amazing. And the promos he's built himself and produced himself for Progress Wrestling have been absolutely fantastic. And given the creative freedom, what the Young Bucks do on being the elite, I think Jimmy Havoc is... He's he's one he's a golden ticket for him. He's gonna be absolutely massive. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. Jamie, I actually I'm really excited for Trent Bretter and Chucky T. Oh, well, okay. Well, that's the next on my list. Um, <laughs> I, I really are. I mean, you look at Trent Bretter leaves WWE and look at what he's done. We've he's got, not... Yeah, that I've put down here. We've got the the best friend signing. So that's Chuck Taylor and Trent Bretter. And you love Chucky T, don't you? Um, I've, Chuck Taylor was the, the wrestler who I used to base myself off when I wrestled just because he was so fucking flippy. And <laughs> he, he was a skinny lad at the time, so I thought, oh, I want to be like Chuck Taylor. Not Shawn Michaels or anyone, I want it to be Chuck Taylor. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's it's a great signing. It's it's another solid tag team in the yeah. division. And they, they said they're taking tag teams by wrestling seriously, and you, you can't doubt them at this point. They've, Obviously, the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, the Best Friends, SCU. They've got OWE tag teams coming in. It's looking fantastic, and I can't wait to see what the Best Friends do because they're one of the best tag teams in the world, but I think they go under the radar quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this is the platform they need to really take themselves to the next level. And speaking of British wrestlers, I know he's not on there, but do we think Marty will join when his contract's up? He will up? do, yeah. It, yeah. There's no way he doesn't join his friends in All Elite because... He's been an integral part of being the elite for the last year or two, and it, it would be an absolute crime not to have him. Yeah. To not have the villain in all elite wrestling. I, I know he's doing some great work in Ring of Honor, but when it's when time's up, he's he's going to be joining all elite. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, somebody that had already been announced, he was already at all in, but MJF. MJF is amazing. His promo with Conrad, did you see it? Turkey tits. Yeah. I haven't seen it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he calls Conrad Thompson turkey tits. Yeah. His heel work's great. He's just... He's that kind of heel where you just want to punch him in the face. Yeah. 
He's doing his job right. Absolutely. He's a spiny little... And what is he, 20, 21? He's, he's only he's, young. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he's got a great career ahead of him. And I know Cody Rhodes is a big fan of him, isn't he, as well? And it's salt of the earth. MJF. All yeah. oh, right, yes. Somebody who I am looking forward to seeing just for the name. Someone who I am looking forward to seeing just for the name is the Jungle Boy Nate Coy. Who is Matthew Perry's son? Luke yeah. Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. Matthew Perry's from Friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luke, Luke Perry's son. Yes. Yeah. He's only like, he's, again, he's only he's very early, 20, since 2021. Yeah. But apparently he's doing really, really good work and he's not getting that work off the back of being Luke Perry's son. He's not coming out to the ring calling yeah. himself 90210 Luke Perry's <laughs> son or anything like That's that. That's a great name. Yeah, the, the, the 90210. That needs to be finished. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I haven't, I, be honest, I am familiar with the kids' work. I've seen him, but I'm hearing big things. And... Yeah, I mean, he's done um, <clears throat> Yeah, well, there we go. Yeah. Him versus uh, Flippy McGee will be good. Um, Rivers, Rivers, our friend Rivers, that's his favourite wrestler. Yeah, Flippy McGee the, and uh, Turnbuckle Terry. The guy who was at, <laughs> the lad who was at All In, um, the really small guy who was like 24, but... I forgot his name, he just broke his leg. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, You know what I mean. No one we all the, know what you mean. Yeah, my, him versus Jungle Boy, that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. So yeah, Jungle Boy's a good signing. Uh, there's a lot of signings they've got where it's like, it's it's... An oddball choice, like I don't, it doesn't instantly make sense, but they must see something for them. Yeah. No, and that's what I like. They're not just going after every big independent name. They're wanting to have something fresh and give opportunities to people like Nyla Rose and yeah. um, MJF and Jungle Boy. I, th- I think it's, I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing. Did you read the thing the other day as well? That a few sources broke it about Randy Orton. There'd been a, a major deal offered to somebody, and I, I thought, oh, AJ Styles, his contract's coming up. But apparently, Randy Orton's been very open with his willingness to talk to All yeah, Elite. I've heard he's actually entertained the idea of going. Mm. Like, he's not just said, no, I'm not going, I'm happy in WWE. He's actually listening to their offers. It's to light yeah. a contract, less days. Well, like what Mark Henry said, he's a businessman. Yeah. He's yeah. a businessman. He's done everything he needs to do in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll have. He'll have a lot more creative um, yeah. freedom. I'll, I'll and say this right now. Omega versus Orton yeah. would be an incredible match. Be a major signing. Major. Yeah. Pe- Orton can work. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Can. Orton, Orton can work. Orton is outstanding. When Orton's motivated, there's no one who can touch him. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one where everyone was like, I'd love Balor to go there, I'd love Styles to go there. But now, I think out of all of them, I'd prefer Orton. Just as an Orton fan, I think it would be the adrenaline shot that he needs to yeah, yeah. start working a lot better. And obviously, he's got the relationship with Cody Rhodes. And I think out of everybody, as good as Styles and Valor is, Orton brings more to the product than yeah. them because of his mainstream audience and yeah. fans. For, for the fans who are saying, oh, where's the star power? Where's the draw? Orton would be that injection, the need to shut those fans up. Yeah, and I know you've got your Jericho, but he's already he was already on all in as a I know it was only a cameo, but he was still there. He's been Blew the doing, roof off the place though. He's been doing New Japan, so it's like it's the novelty's kind of worn off. Um, people see him don't really see him much as a WWE guy now. So if Orton was to go over, that would be a massive coup. Well, that's it, isn't it? Because I mean, as, as great as as um, what's his name is, um, Balor. Oh, Styles are they're very obvious choices, and they may be doing great stuff in WWE, yeah. but they're not 
Jericho. They're not having a John Cena, Undertaker, those real, you know, like, those names that you yeah, can yeah. bank on. You know, it's like, it'd be like if they announced The Rock tomorrow for AEW. Imagine that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine the press coverage you'd get off that. Oh, yeah. Imagine you'd yeah. get the same press coverage off AJ Styles. Mm. I, and we've got to mention it as well because, you know, Ambrose, think he'll turn off. There's a lot of people who think it's a work. I think he's, I think he's genuinely legitimately going. But you two are both so that you that you think he's gonna actually have a break from wrestling. I, don't, I, I, I can imagine him taking a step away. Oh, yeah. um, but again, Dean, Dean Ambrose is his stocks risen massively since his John Moxley days. Mm. But we'd have John Moxley with his stature. That's what returns. This is the creative work and give me Ambrose vs Havoc. Yeah. Give me a six addictive yeah. feud between Ambrose yeah. and Havoc and not just saying that's all the good for because both Ambrose and Havoc are very well-rounded, versatile wrestlers. They can do the grapple game. Mm. Um, they can sell a story. But I just think if you have a killer, hardcore-themed match where they just want to beat the living shit out of each other, Havoc and Ambrose is that. Yeah, You can see he's held back in WWE. You, you just want him to let loose. I always say this, he's got bits of Pillman, he's got bits of Piper in him. He's just he, he could just be that nasty, natural heel, sadistic heel, like you said. You can just I just want him to let the shackles off him, but the work. Yeah. Personally, know. I can see him leaving WWE, taking a bit of time off. I don't think he'll do a CM Punk because he's still got the passion for wrestling. It's not that he hates wrestling. It's not even that he hates the business he's or anything. Out. He's bent out. He needs to he needs to recharge his batteries, and then I can imagine him weighing up his options. He'll have he'll definitely have an offer from WWE again, and he'll have an offer from All Elite on the table. And it'll be up to him at that point which one suits his his lifestyle more. Like, is he enjoying taking time off? Does he want the lighter schedule, or does he want to go back to WWE and try and? I, I never feel like I know he's WWE champion, but I never feel like he reached his full potential. No, and he still could. There's still time. He's still young. But the, that... I, think, I think it'd do him. I think it'd do him the best if he stepped away from all and uh, stepped away from WWE and went to like all elite wrestling, because say. In a few years' time, if Cody's like, right, I want to go back to WWE, he may never do that because of this company. But yeah. if he did, he's he's going to be a main guy. The reaction's going to be absolutely incredible. And I think with Ambrose, because they've not done anything, like what's the most? And this isn't a knock to Ambrose because I'm a fan of him. But what what's the most memorable things that you know of Ambrose lately? A plant. Lately. Yeah. Bringing a hot dog stand out and squirting mayonnaise and tomato sauce on, you know. They've, they've not done him justice. But they said, didn't he? He doesn't like the hokey shit. And apparently no. he's called Vince out on that and said, I don't like the hokey shit. So, and I admire him for that. Yeah. Um, but to move on to a couple more rumours and then we'll, we'll wrap it there well, for the rumours. Is there any more like WWE names that you can think of that might be coming over? Well, there was talks of, obviously, Revival asking for the release. Um, they're clearly not happy. They're not working it. Um, I don't even think half the WWE roster are. They're unhappy for them. Like Bailey's and Sasha Banks are constantly tweeting out and mm -hmm. recording stuff from live events of the revival killing it. And I think with the emphasis on tag team wrestling being on par with the main event singles scene, I think if revival go there, that's an absolute 
classic revival yeah. and books can finally happen they've got the lucha bros but somebody else that had all like that may be getting quite fatigued like they were the best the best tag team in wrestling probably last year with the users they were absolutely fantastic and now the smackdown roster is mainly what nakamura and rusev thrown together and the bar the bar and shane mcmahon and the miz I love the Miz and I enjoy that, but as a tag team, yeah, the Good Brothers with Gallows and Anderson, that's an absolute crime that they lost to Rusev and I was and saying Nakamura. this to someone at work the other day about, you know, how are they not focused on more? Yep, exactly. That was an absolute crime. So I think if if they got one of the Revival, the Good Brothers, or the Usos, mm-hmm. that'd be incredible because that's more like more bo- for the tag division. Yeah. But if they manage to get two or three of them, then shit, that's a good tag yeah. division. There's a, there's a lot that haven't happened. I mean, Sanity have been tweeting, haven't they? Killian Dane and, and Wolf. It's, yeah, you know? I, I saw Killian Dane post on Twitter. He just put, is it something I said? Yeah. I was like, that that just sums it up, really. Even he doesn't know. He's just like, oh, my, my friends are wrestling on TV and I'm sat at home watching them. I was like, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah, and it's frustrating. We've got... So let's swerve away from AEW a little bit. We've got um, NXT UK. So I went to NXT UK TakeOver with Dave, and that was absolutely insane. Um, we made, what, say 10,000, sound like 50,000 again. Mm-hmm. It had that, maybe like that all-in feel yeah. where the crowd was absolutely fantastic. Um, and the reaction that was given for, like, Volta, I think Volta might be the person to take the belt off Pete. I think so. But then, who's going to challenge Volta? Whilst they're not doing anything with Killian Dane, let him do some work with NXT UK. Let him wrestle, let him boost his stock a little yeah. bit more. And I'm sorry, but Volta and Killian Dane at an NXT UK takeover for the main title, that'd be fucking brilliant. Mm. And it looks like it's going to happen as well at some point. Like... Imagine. Well, there's the international so shakeup coming, isn't there? You know, yeah. Is it? Is it? It's an international international shakeup. Shake yeah. Well, I think I'm hoping Pete goes to the like Raw or SmackDown. He deserves it. And um, when he appeared in the Rumble, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. I just have this terrible vision of an international shakeup being and going to NXT UK. John Cena. <laughs> That would be incredible. <laughs> I'd pay good money to see John Cena in NXT UK. I think one of the problems with NXT UK at the moment is they've, they've spent so much time pushing um, British Strong Style hmm. that any team that comes underneath them just isn't really taken seriously. So they have to bring in guys like your Walters and your, um, what's his name, Dragonoffs, to, because there's that huge gap between British Strong Style and everybody else and it's not like that's because of the guys that's just how it's been because let's face it since its inception wwe uk has been about pete dunn trent seven and tyler bait yeah and everybody else Mm -hmm. you know like somewhere further down and it's going to be a huge it's going to be a while before they can change that i mean they've tried with gallus and you know like they, they just, I mean, if you watched um, TakeOver and it was the same when we were there live, the match between um, Pete and whichever coffee it Joe was, coffee. Joe Coffee, Joe, 
coffee. Um, it w just wasn't a particularly solid match, and mm. it really should have been. There were just moments in it where it's like, oh my God, what just happened there? <laughs> and then you see the moment repeated again, and it doesn't go well. And you think, yeah. well, this, this just shows you how far they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've got to agree with that. Um, the main event was absolutely quality. Like, if you've watched it, you've probably seen me on the front row getting really excited. Um, one of the guys from, was it Talk Sport, made a, made a gif and there's me just reacting um, to a near fall from uh, Pete Dunne. And, yeah, there was, there was like a bit of miscommunication. There were some points where it just think like there was half a second delay between, between the two of them. And I'm a, I'm a fan of Joe Coffey. I've always liked him. I, I liked his match with Kurt Angle for ICW. But there is... It'd be, it'd have been flat if Joe Coffey won, if Joe Coffey beat Pete Dunne. The only people that had wanted that was all the Scots that was in attendance. Mm. That was it. Nobody else, nobody else wanted that to happen. And I think with Volta, that shows how much bigger that was because the reaction was absolutely fantastic. And yeah, so with NXT UK, give give me more of Volta, Finn Balor. That appearance was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. On the way there, I was saying how if because of the huge gap between Pete Dunne and everybody else that we needed to get some some more people yeah. up there. And I said, Jordan Devlin, have him work Finn Balor. We trained him, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Have him work Finn Balor, whether he beats him or not, that can be the thing that propels him up there. Yeah. And what happens, Finn Balor yeah. ends up appearing. I like, I like Jordan Devlin as well. I think that kid's no, got yeah, a bright future. Absolutely. really well, do. The thing about it was, we were discussing and Kurt came up with a plan for, you know, like, the story... And they basically threw it in, into the first thing. There was just such a brilliant story there. And I mean, I think Devlin did tweet afterwards, like, 16 years and I've got you in the ring, it's going to happen again soon. I yeah. like that I like that, I saw that let's tweet, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, let's build it into a story because they've got the weekly show to do it. Yeah. Right then, so yeah, with NXT UK, um, if you've not been watching it, make sure you check it out on the WWE Network. It is fantastic. Um... Before we wrap things up, I want to do massive shout out to World of Sport. Um, hopefully, they will get a second season. From what I've been seeing from their tour, was really, really successful. Um, every weekend, two different venues. It was yeah, I've heard nothing but good stuff with that. So well done, everybody involved in World of Sport. Speaking of British wrestling shows, next week you're going to be on location um, reviewing the Red Pro show. Yeah, Rev Pro High Stakes. Um, and it's next Friday, actually. So on the 15th of February, I will be there watching Will Ospreay versus Pack for the first time ever. Yep, I'm a bastard because I will watch The Bastard versus not the aerial assassin no more. He just wants to be the known assassin. as The Assassin. Um, I can't wait for that match. So I, we will be live tweeting uh, the High Stakes show. And I may record some of my thoughts whilst I'm there. Uh, what I thought of the show on the night, send that across to Callum to slice up and put into the podcast for next week. Why are you sending it to me to do? When I say slice it up, <laughs> you'll delete the file <laughs> and would have lost everything. Or literally chop up the microphones or the phone. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Good point. It's and true. then ask, where is it? I can't see it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But yeah, um, anything else you want to talk about, Colin? Um, nothing really. I think uh, we've got this show is just going to be a recap of what we've been doing lately, talking about all elite. So it's the elephant in the room, uh, talking about some d possible WWE departures, 
and NXT UK. So next week we'll be back full for all. We'll see what's been going on. But we have got plans. There is things coming up, isn't there? So. Plenty of plans. We've got special guests, um, actual wrestlers and people in the business who are going to be interviewed on the show. Yeah, I think we won't give any names yet because obviously things can change, schedules can change. We don't want to promise you people and it not happen. But yeah, a couple of wrestlers are in talks uh, where they've agreed, so it's just getting our dates together, a few different on-screen personalities and a few owners of companies in the UK that are willing to talk to WrestleThoughts podcast. So yeah, uh, we had a quite a big hiatus. Um, Callum held down the fort on Twitter whilst I was just sorting my life out and yeah, since we've been back on Twitter, we'll thank you everybody for all the um, interaction we've been getting. That's been absolutely fantastic. I will try and tweet as well. Yeah, and on top of that, we do have a new website which will be going live tomorrow, which will be Sunday when this episode drops, which will be at w- uh, www.wtpod.co.uk. So nice and easy to remember. Not that wrestlethoughts.co.uk was hard to remember, but this is less characters, so of course I had to buy it. Uh, so yeah, you'll be able to find latest wrestling news, columns and episodes on wtpod.co.uk Would you like to plug your social medias? It's been a while since we've done this. Well, I, I'm on Twitter at the OWCW That's it, I don't have any other Wow, that was easy <laughs> do, you, do you want to get your Instagram out there? Uh, Viking Red 8 Alright okay, yeah. Yeah, Cool uh, Thanks for that, Jamie so, I don't have Facebook anymore, so Okay, so if you can find me on Twitter at Palace of Wisdom or on... Oh, God, I forgot my username. Uh, it's Sexy... No, I forgot how bad my username sounded. I was going to say, oh, my username's Cal McInnes or something. No, it's Instagram at Sexy Ass Lottery. And I will give a free T-shirt to anyone who understands that reference. Okay. Um, what I was thinking as well, maybe for the next introduction... It should be the man with more names than David Starr himself. He is Palace of Wisdom, the sexy ass lottery Pepsi kid, Callum McInnes. <laughs> I think that should be the new introduction for Callum. Next week, I'm going to do it as David Starr does his introduction as well. Okay, that uh, that's a that's a deal. <laughs> well, it's every different social media. How can people follow you? You've got a different name on every fucking social media. <laughs> like no, you're right. I do. Um, okay, social media. So my social media, you can find me on Twitter at KateYohansen93 and I believe my Instagram is at KateYohansen93. Fantastic. And, and just out of curiosity, if Hulk Hogan's listening, we still want to know why you blocked Callum on Twitter. Why did you block me? We still what, want to did, know. what did I say that was possibly worse than anything you've ever said on Twitter? Yeah, we like, still want to uh, know. I, just, just tell me, I need closure on this. Yeah. Why did Hulk Hogan block me? I know why Jim Cornette blocked me. He was, when he first came back on the WWE Network for the Table of Three, and he kept talking about Vince Russo. So I was just curious to why, when it's the first opportunity for him to talk about himself, he spent most of the time talking about Vince Russo, who he allegedly hates. And his response was, go shove a flaming pineapple up your ass. I was like, that doesn't sound very pleasant. No, thank you. And then he blocked me. I love Cornette. Do you know how to do a great Cornette impression? And on that bombshell, let's... (laughs) Wrap things up. Motherfucker! No. <laughs> uh, as always, you can find us on Twitter at WT Podcast. Thought UK? Yeah, WT Podcast UK. I keep saying WT Pod and WT Podcast. I can never remember which one it is yeah. now. So it's at WT Podcast UK to find us on Twitter. Um, and yeah, more to come.
Fantastic. I've enjoyed being back, boys. I've missed this podcast. I've missed it as well. And we have to get ready because we're going out tonight. Yeah. We're going to go see our friend Rivers play some music. We certainly are. And get drunk. Well, you are. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't drink anymore. Well, now, now I've did Rivers, but he's hey. fallen off the wagon. He's back on the boat. I'm so maybe we'll get pissed. All right. Do you fancy a cig after this? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. Um, right. <laughs> But yeah, we'll be back next Sunday with a new episode. So thanks for listening. It's been great to be back. Boys, any yeah. last words? No, just good to One be back. One last word is, this will be a crazy thought for you to all go away with. Impact Wrestling have just announced that there's going to be an extreme dream match um, on the biggest weekend of wrestling, WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be the Lucha Bros, who are now the new Impact World Tag Team Champions, versus Rob Van Dam and Sabu. So on that bombshell... Until next time. That's a high-flying match. But yeah.